let's do it. Welcome to episode one of So What's New in the Biscuit Tin. I'm Jess. I'm Sam. And we are just two sewers chatting about life. Okay, well, I suppose, yes, as it's episode one, I want to explain to you why this is called Sewing in the Biscuit Tin. Um, The idea came from a discussion I had many years ago with someone about how everyone is a different type of biscuit. And so whether whether you work somewhere or like the sewing community, we're all sort of in that tin together. Um, And when we met to talk about this idea, we kind of liked that analogy. What biscuit would you say you are, Sam? I was just going to ask you that. I have to say I'm probably a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) There's rocky bits, there's sweet bits. Um, You know, some people love them. Some people can't have them because they're allergic to nuts. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Jess? Um, I would say I am a Cornish fairing, which I am actually eating right now and baked in honour of this episode. Um, They are sort of fun and gingery and spicy and very autumnal which I, I count myself as as well and I have returned to the ginger hair colour in, in honour of the season as well so I'd say I'm, I'm a Cornish fairing um, but that well, isn't I'm to say I'm not some of those. yes I will bring some to when we record in person I will bring you some that sounds good to me uh, well there we go I can't wait for when we have future episodes to find out if we've changed our mind about what kind of biscuit we are or if we've asked other people in our lives as well Absolutely. And I think if we record in person, we should bring whatever biscuits we feel we are that day. I feel like that would be a good vibe. I think that's a good idea. I definitely would say there's some days where I feel more like a a, a different kind of biscuit for sure. Oh, definitely. And sometimes sometimes I just feel like a giant cup of tea. (laughs) So this podcast, we're so excited to do this together. It's going to be great. But as this is our little intro, we wanted to tell you a little bit about how it's going to go. So We've said it a little bit already. This is two sewers chatting about life. We are going to talk about sewing. We're going to talk about sewing fails, your dilemmas, your successes, what we're sewing. Uh, But each week we're going to pick a theme so that we don't just talk forever. And we're going to have a chat about it. Some weeks we will be joined by other sewers who will be sharing their opinions and expertise. But it'll really just be a cosy chat. So grab a cup of tea and join us, particularly if there's a topic you would like us to cover please get in touch let us know because we you know we want to talk about what you want us to talk about well i can't wait to get started we've i can't believe how many topics we've already come up with for our episodes can you no me neither um and i can't wait to cover them i have to say as well i'm really excited uh we've been asking you guys for some of your sewing fails and sewing dilemmas which we are going to go through every episode and i have to say it's my favourite bit because it's it's that opportunity for you guys anonymously to go, do you know what? I messed up or ah, please help me. And the thing is, that's what we're here to do. We're here to chat and we want to normalise sewing fails. We all have them. We want to talk about your sewing dilemmas because chances are you're not alone. So I'm so excited for that kind of community aspect of this as well. It's going to be so fun. Me too. And I hope people dish the dirt. <laughs> oh, yes, always. But anonymously, of course. So, you know, of course, enjoy. yes. No names um, will be revealed. <laughs> never. Um, one thing we were going to do this episode as well, as it's an intro, is to introduce ourselves a little. So, Sam, do you want to tell us sort of what brought you here? Uh, Sam is on All Instagram right. and YouTube as Sequin Girlie. So, if you don't follow her, please do. Well, uh, thank you, Jess. Um, I've been on a pretty interesting creative journey, hence why I am Sequin Girlie Creates on YouTube, because um, 
I started life um, uh, doing fine art and particularly oil painting and have a, an art degree. Quite quickly diversified into textile art um, when I lived down in Devon and using felt making and drawing with a, with a sewing machine was the first things I ever did with a sewing machine rather than traditional sewing and fusing it's like so cool. <laughs> yeah and I was like fusing carrier bags and stitching them and all sorts of things and I always sort of dabbled in making things cushions bags or whatever I used my textile art to make bags uh, at one point um and always sort of made the odd bit of clothing I, I've I've had many a different um, uh, style of clothing through my time, including a period when I was a goth, um, period oh. when I was in the 1950s. Um, so I think, you know, expression has always been a critical part of who I am. And and that's what sort of led me to this point where I so, so regularly now is actually wanting to create a wardrobe of clothes that I actually want to wear that feel like they're me rather than what other people in the shops tell me I should be wearing. Which How I think you, is Jill? fantastic. Um, I'm just going to pick up on that a second before I yeah, introduce yeah. myself properly. Um, but no, I completely agree. I think that's one of the joys of sewing. And it's definitely something I appreciate is be able to separate yourself from what's in fashion or on trend and just be able to go, do you know what? I like this and I'm going to wear it. Yeah, I think I've never bought what's on trend for sure. <laughs> but even I then, like, yeah, but even then, you, you, you can't always find what you want in the shops. That's what I've always found. The difficulty um, is even if I'm happy to sort of go with with um, sort of what I want rather than what's on trend this season. Still, sometimes you're limited by what's in the shops. And, and I love colour. So it's always been a bit of a challenge finding what I wanted. No, you know? absolutely. And I think that, that that's a huge thing for me. So anyone who doesn't know me already if you've come to us from somewhere new um i'm jess from so what if i sew you can find me on instagram youtube and i have a blog as well um i came to sewing well it's been a journey of stages i started sewing when i was a teenager when i was about 17. um i grew up in a very heavily sewing crafting creative family my mum was a costume designer and a stage designer and my grandma used to sew and still does sew and knit and everything um and it's it's sort of i didn't realize it until i got to the age i am now but subconsciously growing up with this background knowledge of do you know what you can sort of make anything was huge and so it went when i got to the age of 17 um i'm a short lady and i'm quite curvy and i found that at the time there was nothing in fashion that i could wear no jeans were the right length for my legs, nothing fit my hips and my thighs and my knees, um, nothing could fit my bust and my waist. And it was getting to be really quite upsetting because it made me feel really kind of othered. It made me feel like there are, these clothes aren't for you. Until my mum was like, well, why don't, why don't you try making some clothes? And I sort of went, oh, okay. So mum taught me to sew in a straight line. And then really I went off from there. I had a little break while I was at uni because no one wants a flatmate who has a sewing machine. <laughs> then our partner at the time he was like well who is now my fiance um but he said to me like you you know you're getting really stressed with work why don't you get your parents to send down your sewing machine which i can't believe i hadn't thought of as like a stress relief thing i don't know why mm -hmm. um and then yeah they sent it down and i started sewing pretty much every day just because it was something that allowed me to like immerse myself in another activity to not think about work and to like create and I found that actually 
I love being able to make clothes that fit me. As you were saying, Sam, they're clothes I can't find in the shops or I've always wanted and it just, they never fit right. I love mm. being able to like create my own fit. I also really want to move away from fast fashion. Like I buy the odd thing now and then, but nowhere near the amount I used to buy. Because I just, I just feel like the more I learn about making clothes, the more horrifying it is that you can buy a t-shirt for two quid. Um, and that's a big part of the why I sew is creating my own ethical wardrobe as far as possible. Don't even get me started on that, otherwise we'll be on a whole episode already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a huge one for me. But quite interesting to listen to you talking about how you grew up. I grew up in a family of people who sort of just got on and made or created things. And they, I wouldn't say my family would deem themselves as like creatives, but my dad uh, painted. He would make things out of woodwork. He would construct just random climbing frames out of like pipes in the garden. Oh, um, wow. My mum would always like help me take up, like you should help me take up a, a dress because I'm five foot two and I stopped growing when I was 13. So I've been sure. Oh yeah, we should say time. this is a short girls podcast. We are both five yeah. foot two, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. short girl yeah. lovers. Yes, we'll definitely bring in a contrasting perspective at some point for the tall girls <laughs> I lovers. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, my, I remember it just being a very matter of fact thing. My mum going, "Oh, just loop up the loops here and just stitch those down," you know, to just adjust like the clothes that we had and. We used to grow vegetables and, you know, no one thought anything of it, like sitting in the garden in the summer shelling peas. It was, uh, let's not make out of some sort of idyllic sort of house on the prairie type thing. No, but, but it was but I grew a... up, you know, with parents who became parents in the late 70s and it was very popular then. If uh, anyone remembers the TV show, The Good Life. Um, you I know, love that The was, Good Life. Yeah, you know, my so mum and dad much. were a toned down version of that, you know. Which is amazing but then it's quite it's it is interesting because like so my obviously my mom was a costume and set designer my dad was a prop maker and a master carpenter I'm the only yeah. person in my family who's done an academic degree like I have a yeah. sister who did drama and my elder sister did art and animation and stuff and like we it was one of those things where like we're all very musical we're all very creative there was always an assumption that like oh yeah you could just like my parents are the kind of people particularly because they're both ex-theatre if you take them somewhere they spend 30 seconds going oh that looks nice and 25 minutes going how do you think they made that um, <laughs> yeah. and it's fantastic. And, like it's great but infuriating as well because you're like oh, I just want to go buy a thing <laughs> but as an adult it's great that's exactly what it was like for me as well. You know, we, it was never just buy a thing. My dad would look at it. My mum would look at it, you know, and, and, and we'd go home. And then, you know, two weeks later, my dad would appear with a contraption. <laughs> I love that. It's interesting, yeah. It is fascinating. But I actually didn't realise, thing is, folks, we should say, we have, like, been friends before, you know, we've chatted a lot. But... I'm really excited to get to know Sam more through the podcast because you do just talk about things you don't normally talk about when you have a topic yeah. or a theme. So I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, and it's quite so interesting it that we're been... from a different generation as well. Yeah. So I should, yeah. So I'm in my mid 20s. Sam and I actually live very close to each other, but we're, neither of us are actually from around here, uh, which is also quite fun. <laughs> exactly. But it is, I think we are. I'm not going to estimate, actually, because I'll be honest, because I am polite, I've never actually asked how old you are. I don't think the only time I ask people how old they are is at work if I'm IDing them. Otherwise, it's not my business. 
Um, but I know that we are a bit <laughs> apart. We are. I'll tell you how old I am because I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm nearly forty-seven. No. No, you're not. You don't look it. I am. That's ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. I want to age like I you. I'm going to ask you to tell me your birthday on a podcast that's going to go out. But are you a January no. baby? Okay. I am. Yeah. Because I was about to say <laughs> we have roughly the same birthday, and that would be insane. Um. So I am 26, and I will be 27 in a couple of months. Oh, well, there you go. And See, strange more similarities already. <laughs> See this when I come to your socials. Oh, yeah. Sam also is the uh, originator of the Southern Social, which we love. Um, but I love coming to the socials and meeting sewists of all different ages. It's also the great thing about Instagram because everyone's brought to sewing a different way. Yeah, for sure. It's quite interesting how many people who've come to sewing did not have good experiences of sewing at school. Um, that's been a topic of conversation at several socials, actually. And people talking yeah. about how actually how scarred they were by their sewing teacher. No. <laughs> Which is mad, because actually, so I'm very much of the generation where they kind of stopped teaching us textiles. Like, not many schools do it anymore in that way. I remember being taught to, like, cross-stitch in primary school, and that's kind of it. Oh, yeah, it's not a bit of binker. Love a bit of binker. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's still used in primary schools I, 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 you know uh, as my background as a teacher yes it's it still comes out with the needles <laughs> oh my goodness I <laughs> absolutely love that threading them for the children but <laughs> if you're really uh, lucky, there's like these horrific plastic needles now which which wouldn't even spear a tomato you know oh <laughs> really incredible. yes Oh my god! When you're using the binker, the holes are so big you don't need anything to pierce through. So uh, yeah, I suppose, and they have yeah, lovely designs for threading as well. So. I would love actually to hear um, when we do go live. I'd love to hear from people about how they started sewing because mm. I do wonder generationally how people learn. Yeah, because there will be people who learned at school and then came back to it twenty years later when the trauma had worn off. Yeah. But then there are also people who start at uni or like I was in the local fabric shop near me and I met a load of the fashion students from um, Buck's new uni and they were, oh my bless them, they were so cute and they were running <laughs> around with fabric and I was like, so, they're so excited and they were like, yeah, we just don't really want to do our coursework, we just want to make stuff for us and it was just, I don't know, the, the way of looking at fabrics and constructions, like there's definitely a school of thought that's like, to learn to sew, you have to start with a shirt and then you do this. And it's like, actually, no, you don't. You can start no. with what you want to start with. Yeah, for definite. And I think, yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? I'd be, because I know, as you say, it's it's kind of done like a dip in the toe um, at schools now. It's part of uh, design technology. Um, so yes. at some point, everyone in the UK curriculum will, will get a small element, but you definitely won't learn enough that you could create construct something so mm -hmm. and I know historically people were often taught by someone in their family but I'm not sure I wonder if that's still true I'd be really interested in how people are learning now um, because uh, I don't know if it's a skill that's passed down in the same way it used to be well yeah yeah because I don't know my mum taught me to sew in a straight line and she did that by getting me a piece of paper and drawing a line on it and a sewing machine with no thread through it and basically wouldn't let me put any thread in the sewing machine <laughs> until I could keep it in a perfectly straight line. It's honestly, she did some curves for me and everything, but it was invaluable. It was great yeah. because the thing is, 
I don't really need the re like I can figure out the rest of it I don't know that's just me like I'm very very comfortable I don't read instructions because I'm lazy so I think by virtue of that I sort of unlearned <laughs> pieces ago I that'll be fine but I'm so grateful to her for teaching me in that way because I feel I think, like I have control I think it's really interesting because I probably I must have been taught a little bit by my mum I don't have a huge memory of what, what I was taught um but I think I am like yourself mostly self-taught and it's quite interesting I wonder how much that affects like the way you approach your sewing compared to someone who was taught like a more classic route that knows all the different things um mm. and 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 uh, yeah I think I think we could probably do a really interesting episode about that and reach out to everyone that we'd love to hear actually how people learn to sew and and and, and if it's generational and whether we're that, that, that sort of middle generations where we just have gone a bit rogue <laughs> and, well, exactly. and actually put a poll in the group and then you guys who've listened can let us know when yeah you like to sew when you started so we can get some chat going as well because yeah that'd that. be great I think that'd be really interesting but after all yeah. It always, to sort of sum that up, it always makes me think of what my maths teacher growing up said. He had a colleague who was teaching primary school kids algebra and, you know, he goes to him, how are you doing that? It's so difficult. And he's like, I just never told them it was difficult. And that's <laughs> yeah. what I think of sewing. If you don't know it's hard, you just go, yeah, all right, I'll do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you do so much more. Yeah, I do think there might be this whole sort of um almost like a barrier i think we, we are definitely giving a flavor here of what's coming in some of our episodes yes we? we are i think probably on that note um we've given quite a good flavor of how um sort of our episodes will go and we're looking forward as you said to having some guests on who will sort of add to that sort of uh it is a bit of sewing rambling chat really isn't it where you know we never quite know where we're going to end up we might start with the title <laughs> <laughs> but we're hoping that it might end with a different title uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's how i think how real conversations with with, with friends happen and that's what we want everyone to feel is you're sort of you are our sewing friends and you can kind of come with us on that sort of that chat and and, and you know leave us the comments and and sort of follow us along as we sort of go off on our sort of rambling chat and just see what happens really absolutely and i think it's hugely important to us as well that like we we just want this to be a sort of fun community space both of us so for the joy of it really we're both on youtube because we love chatting to you guys but this is a this is the kind of thing we want you to be able to stick on while you're unpicking something for the 20th time you're really frustrated and you just want your sewing pals that's yeah. that want to be you know we want to be here for the for the sewing fails and the dilemmas and the fun and like also if we ever if you share a sewing fail with us and then have a massive success afterwards please like follow it up and let us know we want to be celebrating you guys as well particularly if you've sent in a, oh my god i've completely done this wrong and then the week after you've gone success i fixed it we want to know so we can share and shout about it because that's really cool that would but be as great Sam said, yeah. we have definitely given you a flavor of where we're going to go um these episodes will come out every two weeks i'm correct me if i'm wrong no that's what we agreed right. every two weeks um that's one of those things where as it came out of my mouth i was like is that right yes every two weeks um, we will join you and we will put posts on the podcast groups and things in the meantime so you guys can engage with us but remember if you enjoyed listening to us today and you want to hear more then please subscribe on whatever podcast app that you choose to listen to us on 
come join the group follow us on instagram and tell everybody about us to help us keep going exactly so thank you so much for listening everyone and we'll see you next time for episode two see you soon all right i think that's it